Hello everyone, this is Viking Chronicles Viking Voices Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about podcasts. We're going to talk about why we like them, their value, and which ones we like to listen to. So enjoy! So the irony of making a podcast about podcasts is not lost on me. But I want to start out with why podcasts are important in the first place, or I guess notable, as opposed to radio or music. Because I know that I honestly didn't start listening to or subscribe to enough podcasts for there to be like a daily lineup until this summer when I just had a lot more time on my hands. Um, But I know that some people live and die by them. Um, So, Cooper, why do you like podcasts? (laughs) Well... I like podcasts because they can give me my news, they can entertain me, there's lots of different kinds of podcasts. Can you give me like your lineup of podcasts? Okay, so I'm really into politics, so I do Pod Save America, which is just like three Obama administration people talking about Trump, mostly, and then Hysteria, which is like four women that talk about politics once again <laughs> i think it's more it's mostly geared towards like white women but you know what it's okay it expand i their viewership a little i bit. enjoy it it's very funny um i listened on the way here i was like crying in my car because it was so funny oh, perfect um and then the 538 podcast which is also politics interesting and then also sometimes the new york times the daily but i've daily yeah the daily is what got me into podcasts yeah, their the whole first one scandal though i'm not really it's questionable them. yeah politics that's like a pretty valuable resource because you're not going to read a book every day about politics because it's more of like a general reflection but I also feel like it's a more genuine conversation and so as long as you take it as yes this is one person their opinion like it's very helpful to have a whole conversation especially when you can give your producer some credibility it's like with a book like you can't get the, the morning's news and like say something happened that week in the Senate. You can't talk about that in a book because it's been good to me a year past by the time the book gets published. So in a podcast, it's like the next day. Right. You're, you're ready to go. Right. So when you're in the car, how do you decide between music and podcast and radio? Like, is it a mood thing? Or well, is it... every Thursday, Hysteria comes first. Okay. Because <laughs> Thank goodness. I need my Hysteria fix. Um, and then... Usually, on the way to the gym in the mornings, I'm feeling a podcast because I'm oh, tired. interesting. And I feel like music kind of, like, aggravates me when I'm tired. Oh. I don't get pumped up by music. I just get annoyed with it. Oh, yeah. So I pick a podcast, usually in the mornings. Interesting. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. Whenever I'm, like, super hyped up, then I need the podcast to calm me down. But if I'm distracted, thinking about other stuff, or, like, cranky, then it's the music that has to, like, even out my mood. After school for me too, like a podcast is just not gonna work. Yeah. Like I got a little I got a jam in my car. Understandable. Okay, so I had to recommend like five podcasts. Obviously, the daily was the intro, and I feel like it's very easy to listen to because Michael Bavaro's voice is very I don't know, it holds your attention. It's not very yeah. monotone. And sometimes I get distracted by it because he'll say <laughs> things really fast. It's like here's what you need to know today. So I watch it in times too, because I just I have oh. to consume media fast. Wow. And so when he yeah, talks sometimes, I'm like, what is this man saying? <laughs> yeah, a little chipmunk. <laughs> I will say I recently 
explored NPR more because I used to just listen to it in the car. But then I got the NPR One app. And because I wanted to listen to this local story on Gen X and I've started going back to it more and it's so um, gratifying but kind of ironically that the person who's broadcasting locally, you feel like you know them at that point because they're from your hometown but they have no idea who you are and so this whole like, hi, have a great day today and it just puts a smile on your face and you're like, they have no idea who I am. But you know this idea, like the little catchphrase for a lot of college radios is... Um, radio is dead. Long live radio. <laughs> it's a little bit obsolete, right? It's a lost art, but it's still a way that's a little bit more direct than YouTube because it's live. It's more intimate than a book because it's a person talking to you, but there's still that safeguard of anonymity and um, the flexibility of bringing other people on and putting other media on that you don't get in a lot of other places. And I think that's something that, you know, long live radio don't lose it like people still play vinyls that's so insightful but so insightful i know it's because i listen yeah. to podcasts guys. yeah you, your brain is growing listen to podcasts <laughs> listen to npr listen yes. to local, local npr i will say their life kit i recently got into and the npr life kit the npr life kit okay no it's weirdly comforting because the people it's an advice show so they make no pretense of being very straightforward they say I'm a mess and this is why I'm a mess and it's how you cannot be a mess and sometimes it's very practical like how to budget or like how to make a cake but this week's I think was something like how to stay happy during uncertain times and I was like that goes hard right going from cake to staying <laughs> <You> know, happy <laughs> they're real people though like that I, I don't know how long are the episodes 20 minutes from so 10 minutes for me I watch it in times two. <laughs> See, I can do 1.2 or 1. 1. 1.5 if the person talks up. Well, my favorite podcast ever is 80,000 Hours by Wa- Rob Wiblin. Wiblin? Wiblin? He's Australian. And so sometimes I already have trouble because he talks really fast, like faster than any human I know. <laughs> and he's Australian, so it just sounds like oh, gibberish yeah, that's if I hard. it up. But it is very nice. So like, this is 80,000 Hours podcast. Will we discuss the world's most that be a time <laughs> be a times one for me. Yeah. We discuss the world's most pressing problems. How to solve That would annoy me, I think. Yeah. No, it's endearing. It grows on you. <laughs> but um, most of the people he interviews are American and it sounds way slower to me. And so it'll go from like this little chipmunk to an American that sounds stupid because they're talking <laughs> so slow. Sound like an idiot. <laughs> right. And like I cringe on behalf of Americans. No, but that's a good podcast. Um, One thing I do like a podcast is the Joe Rogan Show. I know they just moved it off the podcast oh, yeah. app into Spotify only. Really? Did, yeah, he got really? like a fifty million dollar deal. <laughs> yeah, to be exclusive for Spotify. But he interviewed yeah. Tulsi Gabbard during the primary. That's why I watched it. That's Tulsi, high profile. Tulsi fan. Yeah, I think he got some. He gets some pretty big people. Um, and I, it was good. He asked some hard hitting questions. Hard hitting questions. Interesting. I always do think that, I guess, news anchors, too, kind of have this weird position where you have access to super high profile. High profile. And, like, I watched Anderson Cooper interview the inauguration poet today, and there was a point where he was just speechless, and he's on, like, national TV with millions of viewers, and you're just kind of like, wow, you're awesome. And so, I don't know, it's just unique access on live TV, which most things are super planned. And I'm sure they got the questions ahead, yeah. but live TV, it's kind of loose cannon. I feel like both ways though. If I were her, I'd be like, "Oh my God, Anderson Cooper." Like, it's true. Insane. True. 
And I always think of Walter Cronkite, how he was the father figure of America yeah. for like two <laughs> decades. Like the amount of trust that I feel like America has when they see Anderson Cooper drunk on New Year's Eve. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's just that humanity comes out so fast. It's when you read a book, like a bajillion editors have looked at that and refined it. But the news anchors will give it to you straight. I love the, um, like, the news, like, bloopers. <laughs> when, like, something happens, like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> That's just so funny to me. You're live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Crystal, my favorite funding, Crystal Ball, just made a new podcast with, um, Kyle Kalinsky, and their first podcast with Marianne Williamson. If you don't know who she is, um, <laughs> she's very fun. She's just, like, a spiritual Democrat woman who wants to meet Trump on the field and fight him with love. So, if that tells you anything about how that podcast went. Wow. Um, there you go. It was very enlightening. I'm um, sure. <laughs> she was in the primaries, right? Yeah, she was on the she first was, debate, too. Yes, yeah, I remember that. The debates. With was, the, like, Valentine's Day dress? I admired it. That's not a job. <laughs> she was, it was a bold choice. Yeah. Truly. So in context of this podcast, we're obviously doing it because Hogwarts could use some of those more authentic voices, especially right now. Especially um, when it's hard to reach everyone at once, to know that you have some dynamic voices all around you. So you might not know me or Cooper at all, but here we are talking to you about how to talk to other people who you don't know. <laughs> so go out and listen to some podcasts. I also will fit my podcast to my mood. So if I felt especially unproductive that day, I will normally listen to Philosophize This. What is that? <laughs> it's, it's this academic who talks about philosophy, but he does it super cheesy at the beginning because he doesn't know how to make a podcast. Just I don't like need that at all. No, at this point, but in the episode, I don't know. Cooper it's and very I relatable. And finished talking like about the more the profound day. values and or I'm limitations of podcasts. I guess, and shift to talking about some of our own listening habits. American life. So keep listening for some podcast recommendations. Super heartfelt, and I always enjoy hearing the stories that people have to offer. And it kind of gives you a little bit of a national pride, which it's hard to come by sometimes. We are in different podcast worlds. I, yeah, well, I feel like I have a foot in each island because I have that. I have eighty thousand hours, which is like a nonprofit spreading their ideology, and then various like ethics and global priorities professors coming on talking. So T O K. It is. I, if you've ever watched um, the Social Dilemma, that's uh, the. Smartphone one, right? I've been recommended to watch right. it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, they interviewed the Tristan man who headed up the um, effort for the documentary, and it was very interesting. And it was kind of a deep dive, which better in a podcast than a documentary. I also listen to a lot of Spanish podcasts when I haven't had Spanish class for a week. That's so smart. Um, yeah, should but... I do, should I do Latin podcasts? You will. <laughs> this okay. wouldn't get anything. So there's Coffee Break Spanish, and they have Coffee Break French, and I'm pretty sure they have Coffee Break Mandarin. So I wonder if they have math <laughs> Coffee Break Latin. But <laughs> probably, I probably not. Probably not. <laughs> right now I'm in the middle of Duolingo, though. They're doing a bank heist, the true story of an Argentine bank heist. It's fun. It is fun. And then whatever I can get my hands on, the local NPR oh and of course noble blood that one is associated 
with lore and I listened to a lot of lore in freshman gym class actually and that got me into like the Aaron Mankey world um, so hence came American Shadows and Noble Blood definitely is the winner was American Shadows also Danish Schwartz or yes okay I think, I like think that so one. I think so Dana Schwartz is also an iconic she goes voice. on hysteria sometimes I feel like some voices are better fitted to podcasts than others. Although I wonder if that's a learned skill. Like the, um, who's that? Like Steve Inskeep? As soon as Steve Inskeep talks, you're like, that's Steve. I have no idea who that is. You would totally know if you heard him. He does, like, all of NPR's up first and consider this. Oh, yeah. It's really scary. So is NPR on the podcast's, like, app, or is it just It's weird. They're not all in one place. That's inconvenient. Because you can get, like, NPR One, their app, and then they're in one place. But you have to look it up individually on Spotify, which is difficult. But I also, <laughs> whenever I feel a little bit out of touch with, like, I don't know if you can ever really feel in touch with environmental law justice happenings. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I feel so in, in tune with the yes. EPA. <laughs> right. Well, um, the Harvard Environmental Economics Program runs a really interesting podcast. Um, and then it's called Environmental Insights. And then a different department at Harvard runs Clean Law. And it's more of like a law focus one. But that's very interesting. Imagine rolling up into Apes after listening to that podcast. Just dropping like a random bit of knowledge you learned. <laughs> That'd be See, iconic. Elite, elite. This is why elite people listen to NPR. Yeah. Um, and Harvard podcasts. <laughs> well. <laughs> I will say, if you like have something you want to learn about i've recently tried to start listening to an art history podcast it's not gone very far but try to find something you're interested in because there's totally an expert that's super excited to make a podcast about it probably like that philosophize this guy and when he introduces his old episodes he apologizes in advance he says i'm sorry i sound like a roomba <laughs> and i don't know why it's accurate but it is and he gets better but he's so excited to share so i'm sure you can find someone I've contemplated making an IB podcast, but I don't think that Do would not make an IB podcast. <laughs> I don't think that would fly. No I don't one think wants there's that. a point. <laughs> um, but if there's Nobody one thing, for that. <laughs> there's one thing IB kids are good at, it's complaining about IB, so you could totally make like an hours long yeah, podcast you, on that. You could, but we won't. <laughs> what's the I audience? promise we won't. Nobody wants to watch it that. It would just be You could listen to it yourself. Yeah. No, I don't even think I would though. <laughs> oh gosh. Just, I'm Cooper Hildall and that's all for today. <laughs>